Welcome to the CSL Olympia podcast. In this episode, you will hear an opening prayer, followed by a talk. You can learn more about us at our website, cslolympia.org. Blessings. Good morning, everyone. My name is Tim. I am one of the practitioners here. And I invite you to close your eyes, take a breath, and step into prayer with me. As I go into that place between the inhalation and exhalation, diving into that stillness, knowing that there is this one, this one divine presence, this one illumined truth that is in, through, and as all things that expresses as unbridled joy, pure love, compassion, and wisdom. It is God, it is spirit, it is Buddha mind, Christ consciousness, it is all of these names, but it is this ineffable one, the first cause without a second. And I see it in everything that I come across throughout my day. I see it in the moon's reflection on the dewdrop the confident stature of the pine and in the meander of the river as it flows down towards the sea, this divine presence is infinite and eternal. And as that divine presence knows that there is not a space that this divine presence is not, so too am I of it. I am of this divine one and there's nothing that I need to do to receive it from another. There's no intermediary that needs to be in place for I am in this divine expression manifest in this finite form. And I know that as this is the truth of me, so this is the truth of everyone here today, that they are like waves in the ocean, falling down upon the shore and laying back into the ocean. Expressions of that one. And so it's from this place of consciousness that I speak my word for everyone here today knowing that they have been divinely appointed for this time, not that there's any other place to be. There's no other thing that they need to be. They are in this moment right here, right now, as they should. And I know that this unbridled joy expresses through them in this moment, that that they are to receive the wisdom of the words that are expressed today. And I am filled with gratitude for this, gratitude for this word that is spoken, gratitude for the truth that is known, and gratitude for the law that brings it all into form. And so I release this word into that law, knowing that it is done, knowing that it is so, and so it is. So good morning, everybody. Happy March, first Sunday of March. And I've been looking to this month, towards this month for quite a while because the talk, all the talk themes this, this month, we're, we're doing a year-long idea of looking at every living everyday wonder, living everyday wonder, being in that state of wonder, of curiosity, of openness every day. And for the month of March, we're looking in the area of play, play. And I love play. You know, I would just play all day, and sometimes I feel like I am playing all day uh, doing this kind of, of work, and I just love it. And, uh, and, you know, and it's my birthday month, so it kind of honors me getting to play and, and do that. 
And so I'm going to, you know, I don't know if you can hear that bell or not, but anyways, there's a little bell up here that rings and just reminds me to stay light. So our talk topic today is called playing twister with God. Playing twister with God. And, you know, as I was sitting down to work on this talk, I heard this other little voice, my, my serious adult voice, going, you know, with all the serious things that are happening in the world today, how can we talk about play? Shouldn't we be talking about the situation in Ukraine or climate change or COVID or, or, or go on down the list, you know? We don't have time and shouldn't take time for play. This is my serious adult speaking. Think of all those suffering people. Think of all the ain't it awfuls that are going on through the world. There's always something awful going on in the world. Have you noticed? Yeah, there's always something. But I think that engaging our sense of play, our sense of lightness and creativity is the most conscientious thing we can do at this time. We can do this for ourselves. We can do this for the world. There's always the stuff. There's always the stuff going into, you know, into all, you know, look at this, look at this drama, look at this drama. And if we take a breath and say, you know what? I'm not playing into that drama anymore. I've noticed that even in difficult situations, children play. I've seen pictures in refugee camps, in, in all sorts of war zones, in all sorts of situations, and the children are still finding a way and a time, in most cases, to be able to play. It's a basic human need. It's a core of who we are, is our playfulness and our joy. Joy is a God quality. But many of us forget or devalue play as being not productive. You know, Victor Shamas, who's a, a creativity uh, coach, recently posed the following question. Do you love this? What if our society treated sex the way it tends to treat creativity? Sex would be seen as a form of thinking or problem solving. We would find book titles like Sexual Thinking or Seven Effective Habits of the Sexual Mind. Sex would also be equated with productivity, a type of behavior that leads to a goal, like making a better baby, or more babies, or more better babies. You'll never, rarely would you find any scholar, would any scholar mention, Karen, I see your hand up, and I'm not taking hands up right now, thank you. Rarely would you, uh, would any scholar mention what it feels like to have sex. You would never find a scientific paper dealing with passion, with desire, with sexual arousal, orgasm, or love. After all, who would be sexual just for the fun of it? The primary reason to have sex would be to produce something that has value in the marketplace. And that's oftentimes how we approach play and creativity. If it doesn't have value in the marketplace, we should not be engaged in it. Take a breath. True creativity, real creativity, is accessed by play, by our playfulness, not to create something for the marketplace, but simply to access our true nature, our God nature, which is to the playful nature, the joyous nature of the divine. And I, I suspect that a great many of the problems in the world today are created by very serious people, capital V, capital S, capital P. 
I was thinking of the, the book Winnie the Pooh as I was writing that, and and, and the author A.A. A. Milne oftentimes capitalizes things like very serious people. And so I'm, that's that's kind of on the back of my mind as I do that. And these very serious people don't take the time to play for play's sake, forget what life is really about, since and and go off and do stuff that is just creating problems and more problems and more problems. Take another breath. So since we're all connected as one, since we're all connected as one, let's take some time to play. Reverend uh, Leslie Godwin, who wrote this month's talk series, asks the question, what if at the end of the day, we're all just playing twister with God? We're all just playing twister with this infinite oneness. Being a serious spiritual person can feel like heavy work. You know, we take on the journey of our own healing from all our stuff, along with healing the whole world, which, in case you haven't noticed, doesn't really seem to be all that interested in healing. But we take on the journey and the struggle for that. And we can get very heavy and we can forget that joy and freedom are spiritual qualities too. And the spirit is dancing and playing through, around, and as us, each of us, calling us to celebrate and to honor all of life, the silly and the serious. It's all sacred. So let's take a look at Plain Twister with God. First, it's important to get your foundation right. The right mat on a good level solid floor. And you want to have bare feet to have direct contact. You know, socks are too slippery. and They're not your friend when you're playing Twister. And the same is true of our spiritual relationship with the infinite. We need a solid foundation. We need a solid foundation of understanding spiritual principles, not hypothetical you know, stuff, but true real spiritual principles, how the universe really operates. And slippery ideas are not our friends here either. Next, we have to be willing to get up close and personal. You know, Ernest Holmes says, God sings all the songs, dances all the dances, paints all the pictures, creates all the art, writes every book, and, uh, and plays every game. We have to be willing to get up close and personal. There's no silliness that is outside the infinite. I'll say it again. There is no silliness that is outside of the infinite and infinite presence. So like Twister, we can find ourselves up close and personal with life. Just like in Twister, we can find ourselves with our face buried in somebody else's armpit while reaching for right foot on green. Any of you have ever played Twister, you know this experience. Playing Twister with God is the same. No matter what we think will happen, you know, there's that old adage that says, make God laugh, tell him your plans. So no matter what we think will happen, we are continually intertwined in unexpected ways with this infinite spirit. Life changes, surprises, failures, wild successes. All of this is happening all the time. As we go around each corner, as our intuition leads us into the, the next step, or life flow leads us into the next step, left hand on yellow, 
The entire universe swirls around us in a complementary dance, shifting us in ways that are both tiny and vast, oftentimes without our even realizing it at the time until we look back and say, oh, I was changed for the better because of that. And the universe simultaneously is holding us up, is holding us up. Nothing and no one knows us better than the infinite presence that is being itself as us. You are God being God as you, uniquely. And as we let spirit all the way in, more and more and more, we get to experience it and ourselves fully. Buddhist meditation teacher Sharon Salzberg says, when we approach life with wonderment, remember our annual theme is, is living everyday wonder. When we approach life with wonderment, it gives us the courage to open our hearts further and further so we can find a greater happiness than we've ever known before. We can have a greater experience of the joy that is the nature of God than ever before when we approach life with wonderment. And finally, with Twister, be ready to laugh. Just like with life, be ready to laugh. Twister is going to happen. Twister is already happening as your life. Are we willing to embrace the play of it? You know, Twister is ridiculous. And life sometimes is just plain ridiculous. Have you noticed? Where you sit there and go, I can't believe this is happening. That can be positive or negative, or pleasant or unpleasant. And the ridiculous is no more so than the joyful unfoldment of the absolute, the absolutely incalculable ways in which playing twister with God, playing life, delights and surprises us if we approach life with wonderment. See, we can play Twister to win. We can be serious. We got to win at this game. Or we can play Twister to have fun. We can play life, which I got to win. Or we can play life to have fun and to enjoy life itself. If we're to know a God of joy, we must be joyful. If we're to know a God of joy, we ourselves must be willing to be joyful. So this is a call, this is an invitation to let go of the old puritanical belief that spirituality is serious business, again, capitals, and, to let, and, that, and that play and joy and laughter are frivolous. The truth is that play, joy, and laughter are the purpose of why we're here. They're deeply spiritual. The Jesuit priest and philosopher Pierre Teilhard de Chardin tells us that joy is the ineffable sign of the presence of God. Joy is the ineffable sign of the presence of the divine. When we make space within ourselves to really laugh, to really play just for play's sake, and to live in the expression of joy, we are being most our God self. We are most being our God self. So take a breath. And this week, 
one spiritual practice, one spiritual practice only. Guess what it is? It's to be very serious. No, it's to play with wonder and joy in your heart. Seek out ways to let the God of joy into your heart and let the heart of joy into your God. Seek out ways to do that. Seek out ways to play with glee. I love that word. My practitioner, my prayer partner, just used that when she was doing a prayer for me this last Thursday, and she came up with glee. And I just went, wow, I haven't actually heard of or thought that word for quite a while. Glee. We can live with glee. Seek out ways to play with glee. Seek out ways to giggle, to guffaw, to laugh just for the fun of it. And celebrate the unimaginable beauty and joy of a life spent playing Twister with God. And since there's only one of us, maybe if joy breaks out within us, joy just might break out all around the world to a greater degree than ever before. I want to close with a quote from the same Victor Shamas. Play is a sacred act. I'll say that again. Play is a sacred act. When we are playing, the essence of all creation flows through us, flows freely through us. We are expressing our true nature and connecting with the very core of our existence. Nothing is more spiritual than that. Take a breath, and we have an affirmation to share to remind us of this. So say this with me. I am having fun playing with and as the divine. One more time. I am having fun playing with and as the divine. And so it is.